Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Screen Guild play tonight, My Sister Eileen. The starring players... This is Rosalind Russell. This is Brian Ahern. This is Janet Blair. And this is George Tobias. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in the rollicking Columbia Pictures comedy, My Sister Eileen, starring Rosalind Russell as Ruth Sherwood, Janet Blair as her sister Eileen, Brian Ahern as Mr. Baker, and George Tobias as Mr. Apopolis. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in My Sister Eileen. Sherwood girl, they always called me. And this is my sister, Eileen. Hello, all you nice people. I'm terribly happy to know you all. That's what I said. That's my sister, Eileen. Ambitious, of course. But then we both are. Even back home in Columbus, Ohio, Eileen always wanted to act and I wanted to write. But Ruth, you did write. Just heaps and heaps of stories. And for the newspapers, too. Gosh, I'll never forget that review of my play. Oh, Ruth, it was a wonderful play. Yes, too bad you weren't in it. Well, it wasn't my fault if they put that Annie Wilkerson in at the very last moment. No. But the paper had gone to press already, and I thought they'd laugh us right out of town. Mm, but they didn't. We fooled them. We just up and left. What the Germans call a strategic retreat. Oh, that thrilling trip to New York. I remember every single bit of it, Ruth. Catching the bus. Glad you phoned me, Miss Eileen. No trouble at all to stop in front of your house. It's only a mile or so off my route. And riding in the bus. This seat is more comfortable when you tip it back, miss. Here, let me show you. And getting off the bus. That bag's too heavy for a little girl like you. I'll take it, miss. Oh, Ruth, I just loved it. Who wouldn't? But you weren't so happy when we trudged all over New York City looking for a place to live. And every one of them too expensive. Mm-hmm, I remember. We had $100. And that was the last we'd ever take from Dad. We were determined. We certainly were, wasn't I? <laughs> and then at last it was growing dark, finding that place in Greenwich Village, a noisy, dusty street. And the room wasn't up, it 
was down in the basement with the window right at the sidewalk level. And iron bars across it, too. A rather horrible place, I thought. But Mr. Apopolis, the owner, didn't seem to quite agree. Ladies, this is just what you have been dreaming about. Not the exquisite imitation fireplace. These big, comfortable day beds. And this... This interesting and exciting dormer window. Look, from here you can see light passing up and down. Well, anyway, the lower half. But, Mr. Apopolis, look... Now, let me point out a few salient features of this suite. Here is a model kitchenette, complete in every detail. Oh, is it equipped with, uh... And over here is a most luxurious, a most luxurious bathroom. Oh, well, that's one thing I'm very fussy about. Also complete in every detail. Really? They, uh, they looked rather small to me. Small? In those two rooms you won't entertain. (laughs) Furthermore, in this suite, you have two doors, one to the front and one to the back. And the rent for the ladies, always a special price, $45 a month. $45? Just for a trial. Take it for a month on trial. Then if you're not 100% satisfied, I give you your first month's rent. You'll give us back the whole month's rent? The whole month. And August has 31 days. Well, um... Oh, Ruth, I don't see what we've got to lose. Now, he said he would give us our money back. Legally, you have me where you want me. I gave my word in front of two witnesses. Three, including me. Oh, please, Ruth. I'm so tired. Oh, well, all right. Here you are, Mr. Apopolis. Twenty, forty, forty-one, two, three, four, five... Oh! What was that? What was what? That noise. The whole room shook. (laughs) That just shows you how you'll get used to it. I didn't even notice it. (laughs) You mean that it happens all the time? A little blasting. The new subway. They're blasting a subway right underneath us? What are you worrying about? Does engineers know how much dynamite to use? Oh, but does it go on all the time? No, no. They knock off at about midnight, and then they don't start again until six o'clock. Six in the morning? Grab your bag, Eileen. We can't live here. Listen, in New York, you live either A, over a subway, or B, where they're building a subway, or C, you don't live in New York. Stop double-talking and give us our money back. Don't be hysterical. I said I'd give you your money back, and I will. At the end of the month, if you are still dissatisfied. Good night. Oh, Ruth, what are we going to do? We're going to do 30 days. 31 days, to be exact. Eileen? Yes? Didn't you put out the light? Well, I did, but there's a lamppost right in front of the window. Why don't you pull down the shade, Ruth? There isn't any shade. We're living in a goldfish bowl with indirect lighting. (laughs) Listen, what's that? A couple of drunks, they've stopped right in front of the window. I said, we ought to go back to that joint and get those two babes, eh? You go away from there, you drunken loafers. Eileen. Hey, please, look at Dame. You go away from there. We'll call the police. Another Dame. <laughs> Made to order. Pete, one for you and one for me. I'll take a blind. Oh, my Hello, You get away from here. Get in the Go away, I tell you. Go away. Hey, hey, what's going on there? 
Come on, break it up. Break it up. Ah, just a social visit, officer. Yeah, we was just... Yeah, well, we Come on, beat it, beat it, beat it. Oh, thank you, officer. Hey, I'm awfully glad you came. Yeah, I'll bet you are. New in this neighborhood, ain't you? We just moved in today. Well, if you're smart, you'll move out tomorrow. <laughs> I'm particular what goes on on my beat. I'm warning you. Good night. Oh, Ruth, did you hear what he said? I'm afraid I did. Oh, gosh, Ruth. I'm scared. Oh, forget it, darling. It'll be all right. Suppose you bunk in with me tonight, huh? Oh, gee, thanks. If we're going to start looking for work tomorrow, we'll both need all the rest we can get. Yeah, that's right. Well, good night, Ruth. Good night, Eileen. Sleep tight. My name is Ruth Sherwood. Is the editor in? Well, uh... I'm the editor of this magazine, and why don't you let me edit it without your blasted interference? Yes, he's in. Baker, you're talking to the owner of this publication. Go on, get up. The owner is in, too. Miss Williams, I want you to get me, uh... Say, who's this girl? Uh, Mr. Baker, my name is... Can Ruth... you read? Oh, uh, of course I can read. Oh, do you read? Yeah, and I write, too. Oh, yeah. never mind that writing. Everybody writes in New York, even people who can't read. Here, come along with me. Uh, but, but, but where are we going? Uh... Mr. Craven, I want you to meet Miss, uh, what's your name? Sherwood, Ruth Sherwood from Columbus, Ohio. Miss Sherwood, meet Mr. Craven, owner of all the Craven publications. Oh, I'm very glad to know Miss you, Sherwood, Miss Sherwood, in your time, you have read our magazine, The Manhattan. Is that true? Uh, yes. When was the last time? Oh, uh, years ago. Why? Well, uh, it, it just didn't interest oh, me. Oh, that's no answer. Can't you explain why, or don't you have any opinions about anything? I have opinions about a lot of things. Your magazine's 15 years behind the times, that's all. <laughs> Baker, you'll have to be a little smarter. Your guinea pig slams the Manhattan, but she'd like the, her material published in it. Just one minute. Get out. I certainly will. I've had a hard day, and I'm darn sick of your magazine. <laughs> Baker, if you ever break in here again with some ignorant college ignorant? girl... Why, if I tried for weeks, I couldn't give you a clearer, shrewder analysis of... Hey, 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 excuse me. Miss Williams, where's that... She's uh... gone, Mr. Baker, and she forgot to take a manuscript. Oh, is this it? Yes. Ah, Sherwood. Ruth Sherwood, 233 Barrow Street. <laughs> That's swell. Any luck today, Ruth? Terrific. What happened to you? Oh, I had the most exciting day. I was in the outer waiting room of Wallace Productions. Yeah? Did you get in? And I met a newspaper man, uh, uh, Mr. Clark, on the Globe. And what do you think, Ruth? He wants to interview me. But did you get in to see Mr. Wallace, dear? Well, uh, Mr. Clark thinks I should wait, and, oh, gee, I told him all about you, and he seemed very interested. So interested in me, he can't wait to get you alone. Oh, don't be silly. He's going to speak to a city editor about you. Oh, that's fine. What have we got for dinner? Spaghetti and meatballs. Still? Haven't we polished that off yet? <laughs> well, it's only been four days. Say, Ruth, could you whip up a little dessert together? Oh, it's too hot. Let's skip dessert. Oh, but we can't, dear. There's a man coming for dinner. Who? What man? Oh, oh, didn't I tell you? Nope. Frank Lippincott. He manages the National Drugstore on, uh, on 44th Street. Oh, but why dinner here, dear? Well, darling, Frank's a very nice boy, and... And gee, besides, he never lets me pay my lunch checks. Eileen, why don't you wander into the Ritz? 
Oh, that must be Frank, and I have to fix my hair. Will you let him in, Ruth? And remember, he's a very nice boy, so please be careful. Well, who am I, Tugboat Annie? <laughs> Come in. Hello. Hello. Why, you're Mr. Lippincott, aren't you? I'm Eileen's sister. Oh, sure. I, I can see a family resemblance, all right. Oh, well, well, I'm very flattered. Of course, you're a different type. Yeah, I see what you mean, of course. Oh, hello, Frank. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh, that's that... all right. I, uh, I, I got a little gift here for you. Oh, a bottle of wine. Uh-huh. Oh, Frank, you shouldn't have done that. California Burgundy. It's a special we're running this week. So's our spaghetti. Uh, what? Hi there. Why, Chick. I, I mean, Mr. Clark. How you doing, Elnor? Warm, isn't it? Yeah, but you'll cool off. <laughs> and the name is Eileen. Uh, my name is Clark of the Globe. Uh, oh, who's it this is. gentleman here? I'd that like... uh, man there is Mr. Lippincott, and uh. he happens to be with the National Drug Store. <clears throat> I buy all my clothes there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good let heavens, go. what's that? Don't try to get away now. One move and I'll let you have oh, it. Oh, lay off, you big ape. Let go, will you? Uh, my officer, what on earth? Oh, I found him in the alley with all them bedclothes. I think he's some kind of a fiend. Oh, no, he isn't. He just sleeps here. Sleeps here? Eileen, who is this man? Oh, I meant to tell you, Ruth. They call him the wreck. He's a football player, and he lives upstairs. Only and... my mother-in-law's coming tonight, see? Yeah, and she doesn't know she's his mother-in-law, and his wife was worried, so, well, I just thought he could sleep in the kitchen. I warned you girls to move out of my beat. Wait a minute, officer. Who do you think you are? And who do you think you are? I'll tell you who I am. Stop I'm it, from the... Stop it. Nobody... Who knows who anybody is around here? Anybody walks in here. Everybody walks in Good here. Good evening, please. You see? What goes on? Oh, a Cossack in full uniform. I am Dorman at Rochamblini. This woman passed out. I bring her home. Wait a minute. Wait, who is she? Hey, it's Ella. Ella? Sure. She used to have this apartment. Psychic readings and seances. She said... Well, for a place with a bad location and no neon sign, we're doing a whale of a business. Anybody home? Who's this? Now, who's that? Baker. Oh, good evening, Miss Sherwood. I, uh, I've read your material, and I'd like to discuss it. What? I said I've read your material. Yeah, that's what I thought you... you... Oh. Rose! Oh, quick, get some water, somebody. She's fainting. So ends Act One of My Sister Eileen, starring Brian Ahern, Rosalind Russell, George Tobias, and Janet Blair. Before we hear Act Two, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. I once found a lovely, fragile painting in an antique shop, and I sent it to an art dealer to be restored. When I got it back, all its fragile beauty was gone, for the painting had been heavily coated with varnish. I thought of that ruined painting when I saw a lovely girl the other day. That is, a girl who could have been lovely if her face were not so thickly coated with makeup. Her skin had such an artificial, mask-like appearance that she looked, well, she looked a little coarse, a little cheap. What a pity, I thought. She could look so wholesome and sweet. She could look so fine. If only she gave her skin a good, thorough cleaning. 
My fingers longed to rub Lady Esther four-purpose face cream on her skin. Longed to wipe away all that stuff she had piled on her face, packing it down day after day into the tiny clogged pore openings. I could just imagine how wakened and alive her skin would look after a single Lady Esther creaming. For Lady Esther face cream gently removes embedded dirt that other methods often fail to remove. It cleans out the pore openings so thoroughly that they can return to normal again and the skin looks finer, more delicate. But cleaning the skin is only one of the four purposes of Lady Esther face cream. It also softens your skin, loosens and absorbs the dry little flakes that tend to make the skin look rough and bumpy. It makes your skin look younger and fresher by helping nature refine the pores. And it leaves such a smooth, perfect, non-sticky base for powder that women say the effect is enchanting. Because it does all these four important things, Lady Esther Face Cream can make even a dingy, long-neglected skin look immaculately clean and well cared for after just one or two applications. And the way to prove it is to try it. Just rub Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream on your skin. Wipe it off and see the clean, fresh texture of your skin revealed in all its beauty. And now the curtain rises on Act Two of My Sister Eileen, starring Rosalind Russell as Ruth Sherwood, Janet Blair as her sister Eileen, Brianna Hearn as Mr. Baker, and George Tobias as Mr. Apopolis. Ruth continues our story. Fainting? That wasn't exactly my style, you understand. Nor what followed, either. I mean, riding across town in a cab with Mr. Baker being so solicitous... Promising such wonderful things. That's where we'll go to eat to the Napoli. Why, they make a dish over there that's fit for kings. Really? What? Spaghetti and meatballs. Oh. Oh, well, I thought so what? Anything for a career. And so we ate and we talked. That is, I ate and he talked. All about himself. His plans for the magazine. His work. And I kept thinking any minute now, he'll get to my stories. My work. And then quite suddenly, it was 4 a.m., and we were standing out in front of my place. No, sirree, I'm not going to quit. That's too easy. I'm going to stay and fight Craven to a finish. Find good authors. Help them to, to dig those stories out. Hey, what do you think? I think that's just fine, Mr. Baker. I also think it's 4 o'clock. And if I come across the kind of author you want, I'll let you know. Good night. Hey, wait a second. I won't even remind you that I'm an author and that I wrote some stories too, remember? About Columbus, Ohio. Sure, sure, and I read them. They're good. They are? Well, why didn't you say so? Didn't I? No. Well, as a matter of fact, those characters are really quite good. Oh, just quite good. You mean if you could publish them, you wouldn't? Well, the uh, the people come off, but the stories are flat. They, they, they don't get anywhere. Nothing happens. Ha-ha! That's because not enough happens to you. Oh, it doesn't, huh? That's what I said. Why, you can't lead a quiet, sheltered life. Quiet? Unexpected... Sheltered? Down in that tunnel? With subway blasts? 
And a populace cheating us blind with Eileen dragging home newspaper geniuses and drugstore managers and anything else she meets up with uptown, with football players drifting through and Cossacks bringing Ella home drunk, not to mention the rest of the world looking in at the window for no good reason at all. Shut up, Oh, shut up yourself. Did you say sheltered, Mr. Baker? <laughs> this is what I mean. This is the stuff. Go on, write it. What do you mean? You mean write this? I mean exactly this. Go on, now, when can I have it? I, I don't know. I'll go right to work in the morning. <laughs> if those wolves will let me live through the night. <laughs> Say, Ruth, was anyone here today? Not a soul. What happened to you? I was at the food show. Yeah, what are they casting at the food show? Well, I saw people come out with big bags of samples, and I thought we might as well have some, too. We've got enough junk here for a week. Look. Vita kernels. Ruffo. Grano. Nature's broom. <laughs> We're going to have breakfast all day long. Oh, but it's good for you. It's roughage. I'd like to vary it with a little smoothage, like a steak. <laughs> Oh, gee, Ruth, what's the matter? You seem terribly down. Oh, it's my story, I guess. It's been in for a week. I haven't heard a word from Mr. Baker. Oh, gimme, gimme. Hello? Yes, this is she, her, she. Oh, yes, Mr. Baines. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yes, yes, I've got it. Sand Street, Brooklyn. Yeah, right away, Mr. Baines. Goodbye. Gee, I can't believe it. Your story? No, that was Chick Clark's paper. He's given me a chance to show what I can do. An assignment over in Brooklyn. Brooklyn? What happened there? A Portuguese ship, Merchant Marine, with a load of young cadets. They want a human interest story. Say, uh, say, where is Brooklyn? Well, I don't know, but you can't miss it. That's a help. shouldn't have just walked in here like this. Why not, sugar? Back door was open. Oh, well, I think you'd better go now. What? After I fixed it to get you alone? What about that, the, what do you call it, eagle-eyed sister of yours around? You fixed it? Then it wasn't the editor. You set Ruth on that wild goose chase. Wild goose nothing. It's darn good experience. <laughs> come on, sugar. Stop playing coy, will you? Oh, Oh, come on, get Stop over it, a little closer with... Hey! Oh, Ruth! Hey! She's back! With a lot of sailors! Excuse me, sugar, I got a date in the Bronx! Eileen! I... Ah, do What is it? The fleet's in, darling. Portuguese. They've been on my tail ever since I left the dock. Well, what'd you bring them here for? Because I don't know the Portuguese for scram. Well, don't they understand any English at all? Not a word. And I don't need Portuguese to get the idea. Now, listen, boys, listen. Now, be good boys and go back to your boat. You know, boat... See, I salute <laughs> Admiral Sherwood, I presume. Ruth, look, they're tossing a coin. What are they tossing for? I got a hunch it's not me. Earthquake, earthquake, run for your lives. Everybody out, front door, back door, run. No, Great performance, Eileen. Bernhardt couldn't have done it better. 
Say, you stay away from that radio. That's not just a toy Here they come, Eileen. Oh, no, you don't. You keep your hands off me. Let go. Eileen, they just want to dance. The conga, you know. Lead them out the back door. Run like mad for the front and I'll slip you in. Go on. All right, boys. La conga. Here we go, boys. Out the back door. Saved by the bell. Young lady, I won't have it. You cannot make a circus here. Now, Mr. Apopolis, look, this is all in fun. You realize that. There isn't anything to get excited about if you'll just keep calm about the entire thing. I can explain everything if if you'll really be reasonable. This is a riot. I have called the police. Oh, no, you didn't. And tomorrow when your month is up, you go out. Oh, very well, then. We're still dissatisfied, and you can just return our month's rent. What are you talking about? What you promised us. I promised that? Nonsense. I was one of the witnesses, and I don't remember. Now, look here, Mr. Witness. But just look here. Oh, my gosh! The police! Ruth! Ruth, it's a riot. They've got the squad car. Start packing, Eileen. I guess we're licked. Oh, oh hello, Sherwood. Mr. Oh. Baker. Uh, am I interrupting anything? No, no, not a thing. We're just going to pack. Pack? What for? We're going home. Yes, uh, Father phoned us. He, uh, he wants us with him. You know, he's lonely. Well, you're coming back, of course. Uh, oh, very soon. That's not so. Oh. We're never coming back. We're going home because we're a couple of flat broke failures. Oh, Ruth. Now, just a minute, Miss Sherwood. You're not a failure, and you're not flat broke. Why, I've got a check here with your name on it for $250. $250? What for? See this issue of the Manhattan? Page 15. Page 15? What's hot? Wait a minute, Ruth. I got it. I, I mean, I'm getting it. Here, here. Page 15. <gasps> Look! My sister Eileen by Ruth Sherwood. What? I'm famous! And I'm rich! Oh, now we can move to a decent joint. Miss Sherwood, is that nice to say? Would you leave me now when I have such plans? What plans, Mr. Apopolis? New furniture, new paint, A1 stoves and plumbing, Venetian blinds, and considering a six-month lease on a very friendly basis... The rent reduced to $30 a month. $30 a month, huh? Well, that's very reasonable. But, Ruth, now the subway blasting. Oh, that's all over. I have it here in black and white. The blasting stops September 1st, today. Well, if the blasting stops... All right. It's a deal. What's that? The blasting is over. Now the drilling starts. Thank you, Miss Russell, Miss Blair, Mr. Ahern, and Mr. Tobias for bringing us the story of my sister Eileen. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players are grateful that you could be our guests tonight. Thank you, Mr. Bradley. We are all aware of what fine work is being done by the Motion Picture Relief Fund and Clinic. And to know that the benefits from this program support that work makes our annual appearance with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players a real pleasure. We'll be back soon. And now, before we tell you about next week's program, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Russell. Ladies, have you ever asked yourself 
What does the face cream I use really do for my skin? Does it make my skin look any fresher or more attractive? Does it make my skin feel any softer or smoother? Well, you can tell soon enough by touching your skin with your fingertips, by examining it in your mirror. And if you have any rough spots here and there, if you have any blackheads, any big pore openings, any lines due to dryness around your eyes and mouth, well, it's time to make a change. Now, I'd like you to try Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream against any other cream on the market, even the most expensive cream. I'd like you to put it to the most severe test possible. Use it when your skin is its dirtiest and most neglected, when it's dingy to look at and feels rough and bumpy to your fingers. You see, Lady Esther Face Cream does these four important things for the beauty of your skin. It thoroughly cleans your skin. It softens your skin. It helps nature refine the pores, and it leaves a perfect non-sticky base for powder. Just try Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream and see how much more youthful and enchanting your skin looks in almost no time at all. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present a great and thrilling story of the present war, Edge of Darkness. It will star Ralph Morgan, Maureen O'Hara, and John Garfield. Be sure to listen. Rosalind Russell and Brian Ahern are currently working in 10% Woman. Janet Blair is now working in Curly, both Columbia Productions. George Tobias can now be seen in the Warner Brothers picture... Thank your lucky stars. The music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. For economy's sake, get the largest size jar of Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and the larger size of Lady Esther face powder. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you. And good night, all. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.